0: Hello there and welcome to tonight's show. Tonight we will be putting the special in Special Agent, his rival who took special and turned it up to 11, and not forgetting the boys from the United Network Command for Law Enforcement. Welcome to They Don't Make them Like They Used To. Hello there again and welcome to They Don't Make Night Used To. You're listening to Sunshine Radio at St Mary's Hospital on the Isle of Wight. I'm Sharon and I shall be your host tonight and joining me we have in the studio Shawnee. Hello there. And our special friend, Joe.
1: Hello, how are you doing?
2: It's good to have you back, man. Oh, Thanks a lot, man. It's good to be back.
0: <laughs> it's good to have you back. We're having a bit of problems in the studio moment. I can't hear what the boys are saying and they can't hear what I'm saying. But we will get there in the end.
1: <laughs> can, can you hear us, us over first, there? Can you hear us?
0: I'll explain our format to you. If we cast our mind back to a more golden age of cinema, we're going to be talking tonight about films that were made before 1980. We'd be looking at a bona fide classic, that's a film that has stood the test of time and deserves its place in cinematic history. A hidden gem, one of those great films that you may have missed the first time round, and some undeservedly that might have been undeservedly forgotten. And finally, we have an exception to the real film that was made after 1980, but we feel that it stands the test of time and should be talked about still in 30 years' time but our first film tonight was one that was chosen by Sean and it's one of his bona fide classics and by way of an introduction I'm just going to play this Oh, we all know
2: who that was. We all know <laughs> who that was, don't we? And uh, yeah, James I can Bond. Hear what you. a great score. You can hear me now. Yeah. That's brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so I wonder if people can guess who we're
3: talking
2: this is. about. Yes, I guess. So, to so you, You were okay. going to choose this film, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, this film is the second James Bond film and it is called, excuse me, <laughs> From Russia with Love. Now, this is my, the second James Bond film. And the reason I like this particular James Bond film is because it is more like a spy movie. There's not so much with the gadgets, and it's a great movie. The basic synopsis is because of Dr. No, because of James Bond killing Dr. No, that they're gonna get their revenge. The Spectre are gonna get their revenge. So they try to persuade him into stealing this machine, the lector, um, hoping to lure him into a trap. And I guess most people seen, must have seen the James Bond film. So it's a, it, it's a great movie. But Joe was saying to me that he thinks the one I just mentioned, Dr. No, is...
1: Well, I don't see how it can't be the greatest one. It's the one that started... it. Oh, it's got all the elements that... Well, it's got the beginnings of all the elements that made it so such a, a fantastic series and gave it such a, a long life, and, and we're still getting them, getting them today. I just think that if you look through Dr. No, you see all of the bits and pieces that you you will later learn to love if you know what I mean they're there they're just about to flourish and and I, I can't ignore that and I also just love the whole Caribbean kind of setting it's set on set in Kingston Town a lot of the it
2: time. is iconic yeah and
1: I just for me I think it was probably the first Bond film I actually remember sitting down and watching from beginning to end there's always the bank holiday thing mm. where you, you know you saw a, a ridiculous scene from Moonraker or something like that and you're like ah, oh, that's a Bond film where you saw Roger Moore jumping out of something with a, a parachute that opens up into a flag and you think, ah, oh, that's cool. But Doctor No, I actually sat down and went, I'm gonna watch this from beginning to end. And I remember going, that is a damn good film.
2: It is a damn good film. And I, I think From Russia With Love continues along that theme. And it's got some great actors in there, which I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a homage to the latest film, Spectre, especially there's there's a terrific fight on the train with, oh, with Robert yeah, Shaw. Robert and I Shaw. think in the new film, which perhaps we'll talk about later, yes, the new Spectre. Please, let Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but this is more of a spy thriller, I think, a bit like like Doctor No, maybe, because I think in the later bonds, although they're good they the they got a bit more fantastical and a bit more fantastical Where in this, apart from the knife in the shoe with old Rosa club, mm-hmm. which I, which is great soon, there's not really too many in the way of secret gadgets or I
1: think there's a, a fine line, there's a balance that you really need to strike with bond films they went. Too fantastical, they went too crazy. Yeah. There was a lot of crazy stuff going on, and it, it takes you out of it. And You're like, like, Invisible Cars, and you know, Pierce Brosnan's final film yeah. that, that, <laughs> it was too far. And people got people was... were scratching their heads, going, what are you trying to pull. But I think you do need an element of that, and that's why. And we we'll talk about this later on. That's why uh, Spectre, for me, brought back some of the magic. It didn't yeah. go too far with the silliness, but it embraced that kind of. Grand, you know, you have a Bond villain base. They don't, yes. they don't have him hiding out in the shadows. I mean, that was cool. That was great in in, in the Casino Royale, but Inspector, they're like, this is a Bond villain base set in a crater. Back to how <laughs> things were, and, and I loved that. I forgot. Okay. A real, how about a real you, brush. Sharon?
2: What did you think? What's, what's your favorite? Yeah, one? I
0: think I came to appreciate Bond probably a bit later on because, again, I found all the gadgets and all that sort of thing a little bit misogynistic mm. it's very a, a, a much a boys film and I don't object to boys films um, because you know there's girls films out there there's films that are aimed at the female market so I don't object to films that are squarely aimed at sort of men but I just found that it's where it's all gadgets and girls and cars that I found it very hard to find a way in for me as a viewer to watch it yes. but I appreciate those early ones because I think they're of the time and those early ones especially with Sean Connery he has got this sort of you know masculinity hasn't he and he has got this Charisma about him that even though you think sometimes he doesn't behave in a way that you would entirely approve of, you still root for him as the good guy. Yeah, Whereas with Tom yeah. Connery, with with sort of Roger Moore, sometimes I, I didn't mind if he got eaten by <sighs> crocodiles or he didn't <laughs> exactly get down that snowy s- slope slopey ski thing. Yeah,
1: that smug face that you're hoping he gets wiped yeah. off.
0: occasionally like, I think it was a bit smug mm, and a bit smirky, smirky and a bit yeah. south. Windscreen Writers on
2: a Night.
1: A completely yeah. different sort yeah. he? Yeah, he
2: did. I think the first one, because Live and Let Die was actually written for, for Sean Connery, so it was, but obviously one, wasn't That was, the, had had one, that wasn't was it? the first See, one, yeah. That's the, the first. That's, the that's, the the that's the best. That's the That's the only one, I like. one yeah. I like. Yeah, the rest of the Roger Warren, because, m- like you I say, like it's all changed around. Pardon? I like give you to a kill. Oh, I ta- yeah, I must say that, yeah, you do. Christopher
1: Walken. Was that But you love Christopher Walken, yeah, yeah, I do love Christopher Walken. Yeah, there's, I saw some boots the other day with a picture of his his face on it, and it just said that these boots are made for Walken. Now, uh, <laughs> I <laughs> love I love Christopher Walken, and I also think that uh, Grace Jones is a terrifying, terrifying, uh, bad, uh, almost villain, not quite the villain, but
2: but 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 then you think they were a little bit comedic, and you think they yeah. there you know, and I guess I don't know. It just sort of took the edge off. So so I must be honest with when it comes to Roger Moore, I, I'm not really. Terrifically au fait because I've only sort of seen bits and pits. I think I saw Moonraker. Yeah, that won't,
1: that won't do that's it. That's not your best. You no, that's not
2: okay. <laughs> Moonraker. Um, I think I saw Moonraker. What else have I watched? So Spy yeah, who probably loved the man me. with the golden gun. Spy Who Loved Me. Is that Barbara Back in that? I think, yeah. yeah. Is that Barbara Back? Was that the Jaws one?
1: Um, yes, Jaws yeah. and Moonraker and yeah.
0: I think so. Yeah. So we're looking at from Russia with Love in particular, they say, it's your actual oh, yeah. particular choice. Yep. What was it about that bond in that incarnation that makes you think that that's the definitive bond? Of that era or of all Bonds do you, do you I think I think
2: I think all Bonds and I th- basically because there wasn't any gadgets in it well there was gadgets in it but it was a proper proper spy movie which I I, I think you know in that secret agent movie it wasn't over the top it wasn't and you, you know you look at some of those 60s films Crestfire Fire they're just real Cold War I guess you know the Cold War theme as well because having grown up when the cold war was going on there was always this russia and the west and you know there's always that suspicion so i guess they're like just just how you imagine it to be and the characters and i mean i love roger shaw he's like the the big robert shaw robert robert shaw did i say what did i say roger stevie wonder i think no did i no i did say yeah robert shaw um because I really like him as an actor I think he's been in some great films I mean even even Battle of the Bulge I liked him in that <laughs> some people didn't and but Jules. yeah
1: Robin and Marion that's one for me I, I have to and the other character
2: <coughs> the other <coughs> character Rosa Klebb like used to work for Smirsh you know she was Smirsh. like Smursh, which Smash was like Smursh. yeah <laughs> so you got Spectre and you got Smursh. Um, yeah, I know it sounds good, doesn't it? Really. So Smersh is another organisation, and and Spectre sort of grabber because that is like the is Russian. Smirsh, oh,
0: sorry. Sorry. is Smersh a proper sort of organisation? Because yeah. I yeah. tend to think of that as carry on spying. So it isn't because no, isn't smirsh that is smash a... Smersh in <laughs> yeah. carry on spying? <laughs> no, Smersh
1: is there. It's in the, it's in the
2: novel. Is it yep, it's it's in the novel? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the, it's like a Russian secret service, if you like. It's like a, right. a, a Russian secret service where Spectre is like a worldwide, yeah. you know. Hydra type thing and so but so they recruit, recruit Rosa Klebb who's like the number two Smirsh girl if you like well old lady she's like <laughs> quite scary she's like a little old lady and they always have that scene she's got a dagger in her shoe famous scene and she sort of tries to kill kill Sean Connery and he has to hold her with a chair he sort of picks up a chair mm. and so she's going rah, rah, to get <laughs> him with That's this vicious, this it? knife with sort get of mega issue. poison yeah. you know so I I don't know. I just think I never. It's. I, I watched it again. What probably a couple of years ago, and yeah, it still. It still works for me. It still is. Is it's, it's just a great movie. It's just the one I like. Other Bonds I liked was who's the guy who did two.
1: Uh, Timothy Dalton Timothy, Timothy Dalton. Dalton I, I, I like uh, he's see, almost a forgotten
0: on. Bond isn't he he's the one that tend, people tend yeah. to yeah. struggle to remember yeah. is it you think just because of when it was made in the 80s that the world had moved on a little bit from that sort of
1: I don't know what it is because I was type they were some of the ones that I saw quite a lot of on TV when I was young and they were great I enjoyed them I thought they were great Robert Davey, man, he was a great
0: Bond yeah
1: and then the whole sharks feeding people, to sh- license to kill, and, and the living daylights. Well, that
2: license that. to kill. Yeah. There's not really a great deal of gadgets in that. I yeah. mean, I know, I know, Q turns up with a few bits and bobs, but <clears> this, <throat> you know, to me, that's back. That was back to the old school, and I yeah. really enjoyed that yeah. after the, the fantastical underwater cars and, <laughs> and, but yeah, but back to, to, <coughs> from Russia with love. It's just, I think it, knocks all the points. It's got the suspense. It's got the action, mm. and. Uh, To me, it works as. uh, Do
0: you think it would stand alone if if you had it in isolation as a? What as not as a James Bond film? Yeah, Yeah, I think it would. I think I
2: think you could have it as a as a standalone spy movie.
1: I like this sort of back and forwards about Doctor No and From Russia with Love because if Doctor No sets sort of plants the seeds, and then there's a connection in From Russia with Love back to Doctor No. Yep. Can you just tell us a bit about that connection?
2: Well, because Bond has sort of killed Doctor No. Yeah. The Spectre wants to get the this world. War, they they want to get some revenge. Mm. So they're trying to set him up. Basically, they're trying to set him up to to organize it to set him up ready to so they can actually kill him to get their revenge. So that's basically it. And I mean, Robert Shaw. He uh, he's been told to sort of look out for Bond for for a while until he finds the Lecter, and then he tries to kill him on the I train. Love, I love I love
1: this idea that. even back back then they were setting up a a universe on screen so if if you reference it in From Russia With Love about what's happened in Doctor No you you get the audience going oh yeah I know about that like every film striving to do today that's it
2: yes exactly but I mean the third one Goldfinger well
1: I was going to say that kind of resets it doesn't it that kind of goes in a completely different direction that's it yeah and is that technically a spy film
2: well, this is what I don't know It's always a heist movie.
1: Exactly. A guy trying to steal all mm. the gold yeah. and someone happens to know a bit more than someone Bond gets involved. It's almost a bit of a bit of a, a, bit of a, a sharp s- turn away yeah, from a curve ball, Yeah, curveball they call yeah. it,
2: don't they? A bit of a curveball. And yet so
1: it's considered by many to be, be the, the best
2: the best Bond. Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> I expect you to die. <laughs> no, <the> Mr Bond, <laughs> <laughs> I expect you to die. <laughs> That's our favorite. It's the one line, favorite line so. is the one line, yeah. It's the one. Actually, the, the bit in Goldfinger that I like is where he's Goldfinger's looking through, or all so, oh, the girls looking the through and yeah, she's looking through the uh, binoculars to see the other guy's cards, on, yeah, yeah, and Sean Connery comes up behind. And <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that is... The look a, the, on his face. Yeah, but that's, that's more of a heist enjoyment movie, I think, more than a secret agent spy type movie. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. So... Are you, so you're not really a big Bond fan then, Sharon?
0: No, I'm, I'm not really. I oh. mean, I'm, I'm aware of the Bonds, obviously, and I've watched most of them. I, well, there's a gap when I didn't watch any. So I didn't watch the last Roger Moore's, and I didn't watch any of the Timothy Daltons, and I've not seen all of the Pierce
2: Brosnan's. I haven't seen any of the Pierce Brosnan's. So I
0: have a gap of about 15 really? years.
2: Really? <laughs> I seen Goldeneye? I've, well, I've seen one with Joe Don Baker in where he's in like a, a tunnel in along the desert. I don't know if there's that one. And he comes out in a little truck. Is that a, is that a Dalton one? I mean, no, not a one. Frozen uh, the uh, yeah. one. There's one. It's like there's like a. a well, Joe Dives, Don Baker's maybe. in it, and he's like a Russian dude. Yeah. He's like a Russian military dude just trying to sell arms or something. Well, I, I, I don't know. I get, I must, I must be honest, them, I get really confused. There's
1: one they, of them in Goldeneye,
0: yeah. They do tend to merge a little off. bit, but yeah. I thought I'd play, I'd play this little snippet as I am feeling a bit nostalgic about from Rush with Love. There's only one thing I can play now. Matt so th- ah. yeah, Matt yeah, yeah, what a great So I'm going to play super. Matt Monroe and then we're going to come back and we're going to have our first question of our movie legend quiz and then we're going to explore the universe of Bond a little bit more. But while we're thinking about, you know, the what the legacy of Bond is and what the what. We think the bond should go to the future. We're just gonna to listen to this little gem.
2: Oh, yeah, super
3: From Russia with love.
4: I fly to you much wiser.
0: From Russia with love. Well, he knew how to hold a note, didn't he?
2: He was, yeah, great guy. Great guy. Matt Munro, terrific singer. Frank Sinatra loved him, by the way. He thought oh he was, did he yeah he really really did he said he was absolutely brilliant really he's got an
0: amazing it. voice but I'm, I'm amazed that he isn't better well, better known really. yeah I think he
2: died like fairly early I mean he was he was a Welsh miner I think no bus driver he was a bus driver originally he was a bus driver and um, yeah he had a few hits he was really popular in this country he was known as the, the British James Bond Born James Green. Bond, James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> British Franks exactly. should Hart Yeah, we yeah. know him mainly from his like <laughs> his soundtracks his soundtrack that he's he sung what's your favourite soundtrack then
0: what Joe's singing?
2: Of of yeah, of all films? i no not of all films. Of, no, oh. of all films. Of, but the, the favorite song Bond, song. yeah, favorite Bond. <coughs> First oh, of all, favorite crikey. Bond, and yes. then favorite Bond villain, and that's
1: very very difficult. There's been a lot of composers. Obviously, John Barry uh, is the, the the key to it all. But re- even recently, I think David Arnold's done some wonderful ones. Tomorrow Never Dies had a beautiful score to it. Really nice romantic score because uh, you've got the
0: scores that tend to sort of tell the story sort of lyrically, don't they, without words and then you often get this powerhouse of a song, don't you that tends to tie in yeah. with it but I always um, like it
1: when you can hear the song in the score Yeah, it yeah. sort
0: of just threads Stare. through it, doesn't it? And
1: that was what I particularly liked about Spectre It gave it a real epic sweep those strings in the background of, uh, of Sam, Sam, Sam Smith's, Smith's song, song. It, it, the, you, you hear it in the film itself and it gives it this really grand scope I think it helps
0: Right what do we next do next it's got to be time for the quiz so we're going to do clue one I haven't got the music queued up so I'm just going to have to go it's time for the quiz cue one
1: okay so as uh, as in uh, days gone by the same format everything's exactly the same you've got to tell me the screen legend based on these clues the first clue is nothing to do with the films that this screen legend may or may not have been in uh this screen legend wrote four books. One of them, an autobiography, which was written in 1984, was titled There Really Was a Hollywood.
2: Mmm. shows Joe's. Not tough, a lot to go tough, on. Tough quiz. No, the first one, that's okay. But, but for, for a first clue, I mean, 1984.
1: 1984. It? it was an autobiography Old. written uh, uh, in 1984, and it was titled There Really Was a Hollywood. That's all you're getting.
0: Ooh, right. Well, think about that one then. Okay. So we've looked at briefly our favourite film scores. Have you got a favourite Bond song? Because they, the last few years, they sort of announced it in a big way, don't they? The, the 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 launch of the Bond song is almost as big as like the first trailer. So we've had a and we've had Sam Smith as like the recent ones. But even going back to the very beginning, there's always been like a like with Matt Monroe.
2: Yeah. I think for me, the best themes. I I really like. Being a big Shirley Bassey fan, Diamonds Are Forever. I just, I, I really like that tune. And then probably followed by Tom Jones, Thunderball.
3: Hmm. So,
2: but yeah, yeah. I mean, Goldfinger's good too, but the later ones, I don't really pay a lot of attention to. Madonna's so. not on your list then? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. Not Madonna. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't Sigmund know. Sigmund Freud analysed I w- this, I believe was yeah. the lyrics to
1: that. that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose
0: idea was that?
2: What was that? Sigmund Freud analysed this. Analyze this.
0: Die another day.
1: Die another day.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. Okay. U2 died another day. Madonna. Yeah. Oh, that Madonna. was Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. What did Aha do? Living daylight so. Yeah.
0: Living Daylights. They did. They, they had a knack though. Finding who was currently, you know, the Popular. the star yeah. to get to do. It. Like Adele wasn't. Couldn't have been bigger star to do the song. No. Yeah, that's right. Two, Skyfall. two films ago, Skyfall. And like with Sam Smith, he couldn't He was at his like peak. So they seem to have a knack of saying, "We'll get them to do it."
1: Cheryl, always, Cheryl Crow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Uh-huh. There's a few. I always, I always <laughs> that change that the words to sky. Really. I, I, I don't really know the words to skyfall, but yeah. I always just say skyfall. I just with the let students, the skyfall, go, let let the go, skyfall. I go, yeah, crumbles. I just used to go sky skyfall. You get an eyefall I just used to always say that. They go, there's not the words, there's not a word. but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I maybe understand. that's a different bond. Yeah, the yeah, it probably an an is. Yeah. I'm going to be
1: controversial and say uh, license to kill, okay. living. Yeah, license to kill. No, hang on. Yeah, License to Kill might be one of my top ones.
0: Who sang that? Uh...
1: Oh, go well, on. Got a license. Gladys
2: Knight. And you it know it's going cool, straight Street, to your heart. Yeah. Was it Gladys Knight? I think The reason I like, that. I reason I I like that is
1: nice. if you play it on a five-speaker surround sound system, it comes out of the walls all around you and it's really it's nice. It eng- yeah. engulfs. It's a great... great I do like music. the yeah. theme,
2: but I don't think there's any songs to on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And it's the... It's not a doo, song, but it's, that, doo doo. it's a great that's piece of music. That's so good. I don't know if you find that at all, Sharon, but that's just a great piece of music.
0: I think that's an underrated film, actually, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, because of the Bonds, I was thinking... That would be up there in my top five as a non-bond you know enthusiast but someone who's aware of the genres and Mm. aware of the 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 legacy and aware of what they know how it has influenced so many things i would say honor her majesty's is probably one of my favorites
1: well that that comes out right out of the gate and it hits you with this brutal fist fight on the beach Within the first five minutes, yeah. and and I, I always I remember I'm always taken aback by that. I'm expecting cheesy Bond films at random yeah. and actually it's, it's quite j- brutal. And the ending and the ending and yeah. the ending <laughs> <Diet>.
0: <laughs> comes out of yeah. You think you don't you don't expect to end no. so with tragedy it's on awful. a Bond film.
1: And what I really was very concerned about is how that's kind of echoed at the end of Spectre. Driving off in a nice old car. Yes, Happy. everyone's... Everything's ooh, happy. You almost yeah. get the feeling that he goes around the corner and she gets Diana rigged.
2: Mm, yeah, Diana Th- there's
0: that feeling, isn't there, that there's something not... This is not over. No,
1: it's
2: not over. It. On, on about that first scene, though, he goes, I think it, the, the first words are, oh, this never happened to the other guy. Yeah, and that's that, nice. I think that's the, that's <laughs> like the opener. I like As the way yeah. they... If there's if yeah. there's
1: an elephant in the room, so to speak, they just get out of the way. Yeah. yeah. and I think that would... Um, with the Iron Man film and they replaced what's his name they replaced um, I can't remember the guy that played War Machine first of all they replaced him with Don Cheadle oh that's right and yeah. the first thing he comes in he, he says something like hey, I was expecting someone else and then th- that's uh, it and they've dealt oh, <laughs> <it, that's they've laughs> with it yeah. move on yeah Great. then you don't think about it anymore do you yeah that's it I like that
0: because i was trying to think of other films in this sort of world where the main characters lived on but not necessarily played by the same actor and I'm trying to think are there others like, like Bond where the character James Bond is is the key, rather than the actor that plays him.
1: Well, they've
2: they tried they, did, well, they, they tried a comedic thing, didn't they, with Casino Royale, the the early one, the '68 yeah. yeah. version, which with David Niven playing James Bond. They've almost done
0: those. it with the X Men films, haven't they? But they've done that in a way that they've gone through time travel and they've gone back in time, and you've got like a new generation where the same characters have been reinvented with different actors. And you
1: accept them because there's a link to the original. Yeah, the like, films oh, cool.
0: tell the story of how they came to be different actors. But where it's just like the next film it's a different actor altogether. I'm trying to think of other I think they things. tried to
1: do it with the, the Jason Bourne, didn't they? They tried to introduce Jeremy Renner as yes. this kind of replacement born character and send the whole franchise off into a whole new yeah. glorious future with him as the lead and then people were like, Actually no we want Matt, we Damon, want have Matt Damon. So back. that's what they've got.
2: Matt Day, Damon. Damon. <laughs> that had to happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like that one. You're like Alec Guinness. Like <laughs> <laughs> Alec Guinness, Alec like Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, yeah, actor in so, the world. So, so he's a yeah, TM, a TM in the corner. But I mean, on about the the <laughs> the James Bond, the secret agents. There were a few sort of spoofs, and, and some of those were fairly good. You know, there was a. I mean, if you think of Austin Powers, wasn't it? That was like. a Yeah, that's yeah. a. Yeah,
0: completely. A, I've got an. I've, that's such a really good link into what I'm going to play you next. Ah, You're so clever, Sean. Am I? Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> this is this is actually a 1965 spoof of that whole Bond thing and I've going to play you the trailer because it basically it's all there. <laughs> and it just made me laugh so much and it, it the name is in the trailer itself. So I'll just play it and then we can talk about this lunacy later I'm intrigued. and then oh my, my mouse has disappeared and yeah. then we can also talk about <laughs> the sort of the influences and the legacy of Bond oh, yeah. because you know of... it has got far reaching sort of tentacles hasn't it But
2: I think it's great I think it's come back full circle I really um, yeah. I'm with Joe on the Spectrum. thing I could talk for thing. hours about Spectre I'm I mean so I just think yeah them. it was but i have got really some like... time anyway but yeah.
0: listen to this and it's just I just, just enjoy this because it is just it's just fun fun fun
4: wait a minute there's something going on here, and here, and here, that one man and only one man can solve. The world is in turmoil. Frenzied diplomats turn to their computers and come up with the one individual on Earth who can snatch victory from defeat. Flint! Flint! And here he is, the total man, our man Flint. James Coburn. Don't let that sleepy look fool you girls. Our man Flint can handle everything. Lives it up like mad.
0: Private barber. Personal valet. He fences for breakfast.
4: Karates for lunch. Dances for dinner. Kisses anytime visits the most sensational places,
0: and knows just the right thing to do for unexpected company like Boss Lee J. Cobb.
4: Lower your hand slowly and smile. What? If he senses hostility towards me, he'll rip you apart now. And when our man Flint discovers a spy like gorgeous Gila Golan close to home, his superb training and instant reflexes take over. You won't believe me. You try me. And this is Dr. Schneider. Schneider, the man behind it all. His plot is diabolical but irresistible. My sole purpose in life is to bring pleasure to my companions. Mention pleasure and Flint is right on the job. This contains 65 weapons, you know. This has 82 different functions. 83, if you wish to light a cigar. He's as much at home in the Casbah as he is in the boudoir. Or anywhere else, for that matter. (laughs) The surprises keep building. The women get wilder, but whatever happens, Flint can handle it.
2: excellent <laughs> isn't that just crazy town <laughs> that's crazy town but, but uh, yeah oh man oh man flint. Flint.
0: i think that's in some like... ways he's like the granddaddy of austin powers isn't he
2: he is i'll tell you what but i remember that i haven't seen him for ages but that's a good call i do remember the one thing i re- one of the things i remember with oh man flint is he's got like a little thing that wakes him up he sort of sleeps for whatever time he's got like a little i think that's yeah. the one isn't it he's yeah. got like a little little tapper thing he on, his, on his Gadget watch going. and he goes do, 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 and it just taps him and he, he gets is up
1: as much at home in the Casbar as the blue <laughs> <bar. Does laughs> that's that great we, we had a, we had a big smile there yeah what can you say about that's, a guy? It. <laughs>
0: then, that's the line that struck out for me as well i was like oh that's just perfect
2: yeah
1: it's, i'm going to put that as my facebook <laughs> <laughs> yeah facebook mini
0: bio
2: Your tagline yeah I am as but much at home in the cas as the blue but what bar. i remember in this for i know you're going to Talk about it, Sean, but I, he plays it really straight as well, doesn't he? You know what yeah. I mean? All the time he plays it's like James Coburn plays it super straight. There's yes. no, you know, he's got that all the time like he plays it serious and everything that goes on around him is a bit...
0: Yeah, in case That's anyone missed it, that was the 1965 yep. film, Our Man Flint, with James Coburn, who I think is so underrated. I think he's one of those actors who was fabulous and wonderfully well-known. And they seem to be just sort of disappearing from sort of popular memory, don't they? Because yeah. mm. obviously they've been dead for a long time now and their films are of their time. But you think he was one of the Magnificent Seven. And he, he was one of the Magnificent Seven. And was, sons. you know, he deservedly was a, a huge, huge star of his day. He
2: was. He's been in some good films. I mean... I spoke in, when I did the quiz about Steve McQueen. There's a terrific film, and I think I may have done it on one of the earlier shows. There's a film called Hell is for Heroes, and Steve McQueen's in it and James Coburn in it. And In this, James Coburn plays like a bit of a nerdy mechanic, sort of, you know, mm. and, and he's in it as well, and he, he becomes a hero, and that's a that's a good movie to watch because you like your war movies, don't you? Yeah. Think? Yeah, Hell is for Heroes is a good, good, good movie with Steve McQueen, James Coburn. And, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. James Coburn, very, very underrated. Yeah. Few spaghetti westerns,
0: and I think I don't think our man Flint would have existed without Mr Bond. No, in the same way that Austin, Austin Powers, Powers wouldn't Pell's have existed wouldn't without our Mr Bond. Yeah. But while we think about those things, I think it's time we do our second oh, yeah, yeah. question in second our question. quiz. So drum roll. Okay,
1: that was the drum roll. Yeah, that's very dramatic. A bit of a lame one. No, no, it, it filled me with with awe. Uh, this screen. <laughs> <laughs> This screen legend. So do you want to recap? The first one, there was an autobiography written in 1984 called There Really Was a Hollywood, written by our screen legend. The second clue. This screen legend uh, spoke about getting second billing to their husband. And this is what they said. I don't care if he's made one picture and I've made a hundred. I will always take second billing to my husband.
2: Ooh, Ooh, intriguing.
0: Got a bit of an idea
2: now. Have you? Yeah, so you're clever Sharon. So you know But you, I think I
0: might just be having a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a Joe sort of red herring type thing. I, I, he's leading me down a path, I know it.
2: I've been
1: known to do so.
0: He has. He's got oh that twinkle.
2: I, well I've got I've got <laughs> an idea what I would say Bad now, <laughs> which Yes, <I, laughs> he he's got the twinkle. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we'll think about that. So we'll think about that one,
0: yeah. Second billing, always second billing to her husband. Mm. Okay, right. right. Mm. Legacy and influences of our Mr Bond. We've seen the spoof like Armand Flint. I mean, it's, it was funny, it was bonkers. And But I also think when you you can go slightly off, off-piste with this as well, that Enter the Dragon, do you think Enter the Dragon is... I Influenced by the Bond thing. Well, I was thinking as a link from the with James Coburn, really, because he was into his martial arts and things. And when you see the trailer, without hearing it, but you see the trailer for Armand Flint, he does do the old, <laughs> not the one inch punch, but that sort of move. And he has got the jumpsuit with like the stripes down the arms and the legs, well, and well, he does a bit of a kicky stuff. Well,
2: well, Bruce Lee did. He did actually train with Bruce he Lee. He did train he, with he Bruce did Lee. Train with Bruce Lee. So that's probably because uh, I think he was originally I mean from what I know about I know we're going off on a tangent but hey um, with Bruce Lee films when it came to the game of death and obviously he died early so they didn't do it James Coburn was down for, to, to, to play a part so well, James Coburn was actually going to play a part in that movie
0: because Chuck Norris is in Enter the Dragon because he trained with Bruce Lee as well didn't he yeah
2: in Way of the Dragon yeah so, way, yeah, Way of the Dragon, and and to me, if we're talking about kung fu films, that's the best fight between two martial artists. <laughs>
1: mm. See, I, I'm always floored every time because I, I, I get the urge to watch Enter the Dragon pretty much oh, every I've other seen day. That about 20 <laughs> times and, and every time I put it on, within three seconds, I'm watching Bruce Lee fighting Sammo Hung. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm I'm, I'm good, I'm fine, nothing, uh, no, I don't need anything to eat. Nothing ever will go wrong in the world think, as long as everything yeah. just stays the same. I'm happy because that's a
2: hell of a way to start and, a film. And the slightly disagreement, and he own. The and the dragon he owns Jackie Chan he takes <laughs> him out
1: which is, which is, which is, which is I know we, we need to like deal with this <laughs> we do <laughs> this is, this is going to go unchecked it's yeah. going to develop into a, okay. Into it, okay. Well, you need to see Project A okay. you need to see Dragons Forever then you need to tell me what you think of Jackie Chan okay that's fair but, that's it, but
0: it just intrigues me and, and it inspires as well is because the, when you look at film these are all interconnected aren't they you can't have one in isolation to the other so you can start off looking about James Bond but then you can think it doesn't lead unnaturally to film like Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee because you've got these influences of the strong male character who even sometimes if they're part of a network or like James Bond is like MI5 they still have a bit of that rogue element to them and so you have got that you know
1: well from a writing point of view you need to find mm -hmm. a way to get your character somewhere interesting and do cool stuff yeah so if, if it's getting Sean Connery involved with some shady figure at a hotel by ruining his card game you've got to find a way to have him end up at Fort Knox with a load of people gassed and laying on the floor <laughs> yeah. and, and if you're Bruce Lee and you've got one of the greatest you know, fighters a uh, screen yeah. legend you've got to find a way to get him you over to, to Hans Island yeah. why would he go over to Hans Island he's a virtuous nice chap with nothing to do with it ah oh, there's a bit of an espionage thing going on There, go there and find some proof of all this yeah, yeah we need <laughs> the yeah, proof yeah what's
0: going on
1: so once you've got your hero there you can have some fun but I, I think that's the, the reason that's how I would say that Enter the Dragon was similar
0: it's a similar it's a
2: yeah, it's a Sideways. bit of a Sideways. Yeah, influence. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, oh, I was going to say about there's also um, there was Dean Martin played a character called Matt Helm in four films. I think one of them was called The Ambushers. And see, I, I, I
0: don't know much about these. Are these espionage type? Yeah, films? They're, they're
2: sort of similar to our man An Flint, but An just sort of film. Yeah. Dean Martin is 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 the uh, is the secret agent. It's been a while since I've seen them, but they had some good good titles. Yeah, The Ambushers. Yeah. So,
0: so there were the premise obviously being an American, what a CIA agent or yeah, he was just well, just type. a secret just a secret agent, a secret really. agent,
2: yeah. So, who uh, goes
0: out and does daring do deeds?
2: Yeah, I used to watch him as a kid on TV. So, but I, I can't really remember loads about him. But Armand Flint, and I think that, is that, there's another film in there, is Flint film. I think I think the, there is. I think mm. there's two.
0: I only looked up Armand Flint today because uh, I wanted that.
2: You wanted that one?
0: <laughs> that trailer.
2: Yeah. So, but. uh, what about austin powers what do you think yeah
0: i would think yeah to me you wouldn't you could not have
2: austin powers Powers without bond bond
1: Bond went through a a time where it was it wasn't cool it yeah definitely it used all of its tricks up and it had become a bit of a joke and that's when austin powers jumped in and took the took the mickey because it was ripe for it wasn't it because that was it no one was going to go and see a bond film at that time and come out and say that was cool they were just gonna come out and laugh at invisible cars and things.
0: Yeah, it was getting more and more ridiculous. And I think that's why when they took it to the sort of the next level, the the new Bond yeah then you because it had got to the point where it was just a joke that's and think like, no franchise is going to survive no. beyond maybe a film or two no. if they are regarded as being a joke so and with the advent of Jason Bourne I mean Jason Bourne wouldn't have existed without James Bond
2: well, you no, look at that's true
1: Casino Royale is such a different I mean the, the recent Casino yeah. Royale with, with Daniel Craig is such a different such a, a completely uh, separate um, beast really from yeah. Bond, all the films that went before it apart from the very early ones is they went for a completely different approach. They had to, to get away from Austin Powers and to yeah. get away from that, that ridiculing of it. And it's
0: how influenced, how it's the influenced, i.e. Jason Bourne, has come back and then mm. imposed a new sort of order on the, the original, on the James Bond.
1: And only now, 10 years after that sort of re, uh, reimagining of James Bond... Yeah, with the
0: Daniel craig and
1: ...have they felt confident enough to have a villain with a base and to have... Elements of the old, of the older Bond films, yeah. in, and and finally sort of resurfacing, and it's got to walk that line. If the next Bond film comes out and it's too far of the way, they'll lose it again, and it'll become yeah. a joke. They've got to, they've got to tread that line. And I think did Spectre you th- did that well?
2: Did you think in Skyfall when they like destroyed the Aston Martin, destroyed everything else? It was like saying, okay, this is we're, we're gonna say, yeah, we're going to trash and everything. All, yeah, either, the because I mean that was mm. iconic, wasn't it? The Aston I'm getting mixed yeah.
1: signals because Spectre had him driving off in a classic car. Yeah, at the end. I, I don't know what. Yeah. Strange. It's almost like they want to they want to make a point of distancing themselves, but at the same time they want to have Blofeld in a big meteor crater. Like they want to they want to do that grand Mm. stuff.
2: Yeah, that was uh, You only live twice. (laughs) Great movie. That's That's it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good one. I found out. I just found out about that Matt Helm. I just had a look on my my phone, and it says um, it wasn't called the Ambushes. It was called the Silencers. I'm going to try and hunt it out. And it says in this first Matt Helm movie, we see Matt Helm coaxed out of semi-retirement by an attractive ex-partner
0: oh, aren't they always
2: it seems that the evil Big O organisation has a nefarious plan called Operation Fallout if this plan comes to fruition Big O will explode an atomic bomb over Alamogordo New Mexico and start World War 3 only Matt Helm can stop them so yeah I'm going to check them out again actually I think with the Matt Helm yeah so, sorry, Joe, I interrupted there. But no, it's to the do family tree. So, it's the family tree of <laughs> it's Bond, It's the family tree of Bond. Yeah. He's a cousin. Bond He's legacy. Bond's cousin. He is. He must be American cousin. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: we've we got other... We've got... What do you think with the modern sort of... The, the things that have been influenced by it? We've got the new Bond, but what do you think... How do you think the influence is going to sort of continue to spread now from the new Bond? Or do you think that...
2: I, I think the it's next... It's just
0: the name is going to be enough on its own.
2: I think Joe nailed it when he said the next film is going to be in the the make or break I think don't you whether it's going to yeah, well take off again
1: they've said right we've, we've gone out of our way to get the rights back to Spectre to actually have the organisation hmm. and Blofer they weren't allowed to use those characters that was why we haven't seen them so far uh, and then they, they've got the rights they've gone out of their way they've created the, the this, this villain this nemesis for him you know he's had he's got the scar he's got his fluffy cat hmm. we're, we're back into watch out otherwise it's going to become yeah. dodgy territory be
0: careful but because they didn't you could mess far. this
1: up that's it mm-hmm. and as long as they they don't they don't put him in every scene they don't have the fantastic uh, Christoph uh, Christoph Waltz yeah shaving his head and yeah. yeah as long as he's not in every scene and as long as he's not overkill and we get, get sick and tired of him then it could be good it could otherwise be otherwise
0: nice. he could become Dr. Evil and you think no 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 we've had that joke exactly
2: yeah <laughs>
1: exactly he's playing Blofeld not Dr. Evil and it's going to yeah. be a different different character
2: yeah, he was he he was good actually, wasn't he? It was bonfire, I thought he was it?
1: fantastic and I think they really took their time building him up as a character before we got him in full blood. Mm. Yeah. And that added so much. Yeah,
0: because you can see that these events aren't in isolation that they that the one event leads yeah. to another and it leads yeah. to another and then there are consequences to your actions because often with some of these films you think they do these things, they blow up cities, they run around and they shoot people with, you know, with impunity and, and there forgotten. are no consequences. And yet you think Blofeld in the in the new Bond that's what I can call it in <laughs> the Daniel bond. Craig Bond yeah. is you can see that there are consequences to your actions that's and it. that he is one of those consequences that if you become this larger than life figure then you're going to get larger than life people trying to take you down
2: yeah. is, is, is he doing the next movie
1: I assume so I don't know about Daniel, Daniel Craig Daniel Craig is not sure is he because, because I've the the seen all today, these,
2: I've, I've seen all this talk about different people playing yeah. James Bond Tom yeah. Hiddleston and things like that yeah.
1: I think Daniel Craig hasn't uh, publicly committed to it yet because he made those comments saying that he'd rather I think he'd rather slash his wrists yeah. than do another Bond or something I think he said
0: <laughs> yeah, think when they say that they're guaranteed to get another Bond film and then they they don't you know, why aren't you slashing your wrists Daniel yeah
1: yeah oh you're holding out for more money Daniel yeah. I see, I see.
0: <laughs> but you have got this fine line because Bond is what's supposed to be in his mid-30s if you look at the, the novelisation Bond whereas most of the film bonds—they're only like in one film before before age catches up with them. Yeah. They may start off in their mid-thirties when they start their bond journey, but they normally end up considerably older than that yeah. don't they, by the time they finish it. I say fifties, and
1: yeah, I think I think and he's almost still,
0: 50s, Yeah, 50s. irresistible to every woman he meets.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's been going a few years, hasn't he? Really, he's
1: been going since. Yeah,
2: you know when Sean Connery left? Was that because he didn't want to be typecast, or I mean, why did he? because he sort of left didn't he and then he, well, he came back for maybe but then he came, but, for yeah, he came back for never say never, say no never again. again
0: people never talk about
1: that one do they no they, they
2: don't yeah, no. I mean that was just a remake of Thunderborn. apparently wasn't yeah
1: it? I don't know if he wanted to be type- perhaps he made a few films that thought oh, I'm not going to be typecast I might as well get, take the money but-
0: yeah, well, I don't know how it, how influential are the people who ha- own the rights, to the books, and things? Are they saying, you know, what? When you start hitting fifty, you cannot be the Bond in the books and leaping mm. tall buildings and you know jumping mm. over cars and seducing beautiful women. Well, well,
1: Roger Moore looked a little bit past. He? <laughs> he did in he his is, He did look <laughs> like he'd, he'd struggled up the Eiffel Tower and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was...
0: In his safari suit, so <laughs> the early Bond didn't help, did they? No, but pockets are useful though, aren't they? So let's give him, so, you know, this. You can always need need an extra pocket. Complete.
2: Yeah, go on. I'll tell you what we've spoken about. Favourite Bond lady. Ooh. Oh, I'll probably say solitaire. Solitaire out of Live and Let Die. You like Jane Seymour, yeah. I think Jane Seymour's beautiful. Yeah. Cheers. Lovely. Oh,
1: dear. That's hard. It is. Every time he goes to China, I I think that's
2: probably... What was that one's name? You you Only Live Twice. You Only Live Twice, isn't it? They go to China. He goes
1: there and tomorrow never dies. There's all over... yeah, uh, yeah. Michelle Yeoh's in one of them. Um, I think I've got to have to say, "Underneath the Mango Tree, My Honey and Me." I think it's got to be <laughs> Ursula Andress. Ursula Andress <laughs> on
2: That's the beach, the first one. Yeah, collecting with her, shells
0: with a
1: dagger, p- completely unaware that she's indecent.
0: Yeah. Oh, look! I haven't got my charm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Never mind. That's iconic, I and mean, that must have been posters on bedrooms and everything. Yeah. And, and Halle Berry
0: did a sort of homage. Yeah. Do you say or would you just say rip off?
1: I think she just ruined it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halle, Halle Berry will not particularly. Yeah, I just haven't forgiven no. her for Catwoman, to be honest. No, yeah, yeah no, we didn't. I did like that Catwoman oh, yeah. anyway. Why should we? <laughs> yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's in Catwoman at the moment, I think.
1: Although the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight, right, the the Dark Knight surname, she was different
2: yeah. enough to be good. I, to be good. Uh, so,
0: Chorney, did you have a favourite Bond girl while we're still thinking? about I was just Bond trying girls. to think. I
2: did like Shirley Eaton. which was just so Was mm. she
0: the, gold, the Painted Gold yeah. one? Yeah,
2: yeah, and she and didn't I, last long. Pardon. No, she didn't, did she? But apparently, um, I guess that sticks in my head because my, my father always said, I always go back to my dad, but he said they had to, and I did see it afterwards because I was quite young, they had to leave, because she's painted gold. She's painted gold yeah. paint, but they had to leave a little a patch, of a patch of skin. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was an urban no. legend or I, not. That's what my dad said. He said they had to leave her because otherwise the skin would have. But it does sound a bit of an urban legend, really, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because you think.
0: You think? Wouldn't would an inch of skin make any difference if you're covered if the rest of you is covered in yeah. if like one percent of skin is it left breathable, wouldn't the ninety nine percent, you know, tip I, it? <laughs> and
2: I I I did like quite quite like Diana Rigg. I always liked it, Diana Rigg because I used to watch the Avengers on T V as well yes. when she was Emma Peel. She was limber. The, she was limber, yeah. And now she's in Game of Thrones, isn't she? yes she is. Bless her.
1: Oh, when she's talking to as a,
0: a fearful matriarch when
1: she talks to Charles Dance that's, that's, that's class. One of the best bit of r- bits of writing I've seen on TV yeah. in years mm.
0: fearful these t- Clash of the Titans yeah. isn't it you know they're both on screen, yeah. They
1: yeah, clever and they know what's yeah.
2: going on they do. Yeah. they do yeah they're sort of a match for each other aren't they and yes. they are and, and they know it as well they've got although there's that Dialogue, they've yeah. actually got respect for Deep. each other anyway. It yeah. doesn't, you, you know, even though they maybe not agree on some things or whatever, but they've still got that respect. But they, each other. yeah,
0: they're just, you can see it in their yeah. eyes that they are just, yeah, head to head. Well, and speaking maybe of in geniuses, a different thing, well. they
2: might have been in a, you know, <laughs> they might have been okay together. Anyway, yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: but I think they are geniuses of their craft. Uh, but speaking of which, geniuses of their oh,
2: craft. Oh, like geniuses of craft, yeah. I is,
0: think we're due for another. Clue, clue. Aren't
1: we? this is it right okay third clue first one autobiography 1984 uh, called there really was a Hollywood second one the screen legend spoke about always getting second billing to their husband uh, saying that it doesn't matter if he's only made one film and I've made a hundred I'll always be billed second and our third clue there's
2: a lot of information this, this, in this is going to throw me I've got someone yeah. in my head now this is just kind of like oh this,
1: this will if you think if it's the right person this will confirm it okay if it's not you'll be you'll be left out in the cold. Right, this screen legend whose feature film career stretched from 1947 to 2000 was born in 1927 as Jeanette Helen Morrison. She was portrayed on screen by Scarlett Johansson in 2012.
3: Mm. There's
1: a lot of information in there. I've given yeah. you loads there. I can't. I'm, no, I'm no. being kind.
2: Yep, you are.
0: You are. There's lots there to There's, chew, to chew over. It's almost
2: too well, much. It's tearing it.
1: you in different yeah. directions. I <laughs> don't know which way to go.
0: I think I need to play something then while we're. Yeah, we share it over that. Okay. Well, this is another one of those sort of influences. That, the influence did spread across the world of cinema, but it also in, 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 well, had an influence on the small screen. So I'm going to play something from the small screen, Thanks. but Sean is going to tell us about its more recent incarnation. So this is going to be, yes, a little blast from the past, but I hope you'll like this.
4: Wait a minute. There's something going on here. And here here, that one man and only one man can
0: solve. Sorry, we haven't got that one.
2: Worry, we can... I,
0: we didn't have that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I seem to have lost it, but that... um, it would have been the man from Uncle. Oh, yeah. But we're going to ah. talk about how, it, how the man from Uncle Napoleon Solo and Ilya Kuryakin did influence... Television, and they obviously were inspired by Mr. Bond. But we had a more recent incarnation of our two gentlemen from Man from Uncle. And while you're talking about that, Sean, I'll see if I can find my my Man from Uncle thing, and I'll play it in a minute.
4: I never
1: saw the Man from Uncle film. I looked at the trailers and I thought (laughs) I've got better things to spend my money on.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: And I I remember Uh, you looking at the trailer as well and feeling in a similar
2: way that's right but I, I went to see it anyway and, yeah. and I, th- I really enjoyed it I thought it was excellent I think I told you it you was did, as well yeah. I did say that it was
0: I won't play it yet okay
2: then <laughs> okay it's like the Oscars where they <laughs> fade <laughs> you out with the music <laughs> that's we, it. shut up George. <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah I do tend to go on a bit but um, no the, the, the remake of The Man From Uncle I totally agree with you from the trailers yeah. it looked absolute pants it was from the trailers it was like what you Know what's this going to be, but I went to see it. In fact, I saw it twice.
1: That says something,
2: so I and I really enjoyed it. And I was I was surprised because did, did, did I go and see it with you, Sharon? Did we go and see it?
0: I did see it. I'm, I'm trying to think if we did.
2: I think we because I, I, yes, I, I think we,
1: think might we have went done. to see it together. i yeah. sure. Did you make you sit in the front row, right in the middle? Probably then. You, start, you were with Sean, then, <laughs> <laughs> That's with Sean. <laughs> yeah. That's with me,
2: yeah. <laughs> I like, I like, I like to stretch my legs. I think I they've like, actually, like they actually got your name on the seat
1: now, they're like a little yeah. plaque on the.
2: Yeah, that yeah. Yeah, Sean's oh, sat here. Yeah. <laughs> this is my seat. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, the the I mean, the original TV show, in fact, there was a film as well. They did do a film in the 60s. Um, going back to the original TV show, of course, it was like The Avengers, like The Man from Uncle, all these things that, that I guess would say were my, you know, childhood, you know, my early teens. And so I was expecting, because I really remember Napoleon Solo, Ilya Kuryakin, great stuff and I thought I was like I just remember seeing this trailer and most of the time the trailers tell the whole thing don't yeah they.
0: they tell you what, exactly what's going to happen
2: and it was absolutely absolutely brilliant but this is Guy Ritchie's take on Guy it was Ritchie. it the new one yep. in the Man
0: from Uncle yeah so are you a Ritchie fan or are you a post-Madonna do you think he's doing better than uh, he did pre-Madonna
2: a bit of a mix I think he's a bit or is he a pre-Madonna have you been yeah. swept away by his filmography yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge <cute laughs> shout <laughs> um, is it, it was a bit hit and miss. A bit hit and miss, I think.
0: Because I liked his like, rock and roller and lock stock yeah, and all that. And, and then he, obviously mm. he hit his Madonna phase. And then, yeah, I think some of the, we could only say some of them are vanity projects. And this was one of his sort of post... Yeah, one of is, his...
2: Yeah, I
1: his thought point Sherlock, point. the Sherlock film he did was three quarters of a good film.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. Sherlock, Sherlock. So he did Holmes, the two with... Um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. And Jr. Right? Law. Oh, okay. Lord, yeah. Lord. Yeah. They were
1: all yeah. right. They had that, lots of good stuff
2: in them. Yeah, yeah they
0: were fun, weren't they? They yeah. sort of took that... Again, they took an old format and they gave yeah. it a bit of a bit kick
1: of a I just thought the endings let them, let them both down too much and that happens so many times in films these where you get two thirds of the way through and you're like they're going to do it they're going to nail it and then you oh come you on you think they on. don't know how to end it properly lazy do they lazy no. writing yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah that's it but but this man from uncle film is, is really worth worth a watch Um, and the girls well, I can't remember their names but I thought that the, the girls in this were all <laughs> that's it it was one of them yeah just absolutely, all of them were absolutely stunning. So I, I found enough of them all.
1: That was the second viewing, was
2: it? That, that was bit, the second yeah. viewing. Yeah, I, I, I could <coughs> admire it more. see so. yeah, because
0: you've got um Superman, Henry Cavill.
2: Henry Cavill. And yep. you've
0: got Army Hammer or Hammer. I don't Armie know how you Hamer. say his name. Yeah, but Hammer. he's been around in lots of films, but he's very forgettable in lots of them, hasn't Who he? Who is
1: this guy? Where did he come I from? Is Why Ranger? is he in the Lone Ranger? He's in the, the Lone, Lone Ranger. Ranger?
2: You, did you see the Lone Ranger? No. You didn't no. see the Lone Ranger, did, no. see did you? The lone I saw the Lone Ranger. You're the only I like the Lone ranger. ranger.
1: He's an Army Hammer fan. <laughs> we, we found him. We found the, the Army Hammer, 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 Hammer
0: fan. <laughs> You are the reason why they're making all these films.
1: Sean's been flooding DreamWorks' <laughs> uh, office with letters. Give us more Army
2: Hammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Army Hammer is great.
0: Because I think he's a handsome guy, but I think, why is he so forgettable? Why do I forget what he's been in before? I
2: think it's just the odd name, to be fair. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it is. I think name Arnie Hammer, yeah. it sounds like. It really hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: I always used to like Ilya Kuryakin over Napoleon Solo. I prefer his restraint. Can what? you just say that
1: name again for briefly, yeah. Sharon?
0: What Ilya Kuryakin? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he was always my favourite, rather than Napoleon Solo. Yeah. What this is from the TV series? The TV yeah. series, yeah. yeah. So I was look. I was thinking, okay, you have got to be Ilya, right? You can't be
2: so smirky did... and smarmy. No. You've got to be. Did you like him in Deadly? In I
0: did. I quite yeah. I, I, I like this, this version said. of yeah. Iliac And
2: I think it's great start. I, I like the bit with the uh, when they are getting over the Berlin Wall and it's like, you know, he's on the zip wire. Yeah. And then track. <laughs> zip <laughs> wire yeah.
1: over the Berlin Wall. Yeah, zip wire. Oh, will just for that. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's it.
0: At the beginning, it goes—it's all mad, it's craziness—and then it suddenly mm. it sort of calms down a bit, and it gets someone's story. But I think there's a great a Hugh <laughs> Grant. Again, I think it's almost, i don't think there's like a Hugh Grant's having like a renaissance at the moment, but this was like last year, and this year he's in Florence Foster Jenkins, which is great in that. been in Cloud uh, Atlas. Cla- oh yes. Did you not like Cloud Atlas? No, I didn't. Did you not? What, no. like on an
1: offensive level? Or just yes,
0: like... I found it. I don't. I wasn't comfortable with all the actors really? sort of changing ethnicities Actually, all the way through. I thought it was
1: great, I thought it was very brave. Very
0: it was a brave move, but I didn't I felt so uncomfortable watching it that I think I lost the story.
1: I think knowing about the directors I think sort of makes you feel make me feel less uncomfortable. Right. Um yeah.
0: That it's got to be where it's coming from, but I was just looking at some of them, thinking where they're made up in a certain way. I thought that that can't be right. Uh, interesting.
1: <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I know there was a lot of controversy about it, but I just
0: yeah. But Hugh again, he played completely out of type, didn't he? He played this almost like cannibalistic future future mm. creepy guy.
2: Yeah. But 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 with that, with Tom Hanks, he was in Bridge of Spies, which is what we wow. should have talked about. That we could Bridge oh, of Spies. Wow. That was no, a great influencer. film. That One was... of my top
1: films of the year. That was.
2: Was it? Yeah. Was yeah. Such a great experience. Yeah, I, I had to see it a second time because I I <laughs> it's like Spielberg I saying. I out the first.
1: <laughs> I, got, I just get the feeling with him when he does a film like that that Spielberg's going, okay, that was good, that was good, that was good. Now let me show you how you make a
0: film. This is how you do it. Yeah, yeah you're, you
1: you're not going to feel bored at any moment during this. You're going to finish it. It's going to be slightly emotional. You're going to be. It's going to be tense. It's going to be atmospheric. At the end of it, you're just going to go, wow, that was a really good journey I went on.
2: it's just uh, I think brilliant. Do you, do you ever listen to Desert Island Discs at all? No. No. Okay. Well, they had Tom Hanks on. <laughs> There, Tom he Hanks got really emotional of, I did hear that and it was brilliant and it's so good and it's worth a listen to I mean if you've got a you know can get it on iPlay. Yeah, or whatever, I did I did like hear I, it yes yeah yeah he got really emotional he got really really emotional he sounds a really really nice guy yeah, as well yeah why did he, he
0: get like emotional that.
1: loneliness wasn't it loneliness, he said how yeah. a lonely, lonely childhood that he'd had oh, and, golly. and how that no, was getting into acting yeah that helped him get through that and um and that's why he feels well he's a brilliant actor isn't he yeah, I mean, anyway, but really.
0: music does tap into that part of your soul doesn't it does, it does actually yeah. it can expose your deepest darkest secrets it can just expose them completely
1: he'd put a lot of thought into the t- songs that he'd chosen and, and as he was explaining them and he was being questioned about them he, yeah he sort of broke down on air it was, yeah, it's,
0: yeah, worth, it's, worth,
1: it's worth
2: listening to it's worth listening to if So you, you don't can feel like you're that. intruding then no, not no, at all. No, he was no, very open about it and he, yeah. was, he was right with it. Because
0: sometimes when people get very emotional and think, I'm, I feel like I'm intruding now, mm. that I don't need to well, be they did, to They this. didn't
1: push it too far.
0: That's good. It Restraint, yeah. it's I always it was
2: nice. good. I'm yeah. oh, good, I'm glad you listened to it. Was that my recommendation or did I not recommend? We'll say it was. We'll say it was. Okay, thank you. You're one
1: of our... Thanks for that, Sean. That was good. He's a
2: gem, isn't he? He's a gem.
0: Now I finally got to grips with what the Keepers doing, I'll play you that little clip from Man From Uncle and then we'll move on to our final is do we do have another clue yeah or we've got we one go, more one more clue if you want it then, unless
2: you know it I oh thought, yeah no I think we, have we need two have more another one cl- how many clues have we had three we've Oh had yeah, we've had three we've well, one more clue I'll play one this then clue.
0: we're going to go for our last clue 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 whatever Either. <laughs> we'll have one both <laughs> well let's see if I can get this to play please There you go.
2: A bit of man from Uncle. Mr Waverley. Mr. Waverley. It, it
1: was groovy. <laughs> yeah. It was groovy. I think if you pull up in your car listening to that anywhere, you're just immediately cool, aren't you? Yeah. You, get you, out, you can't walk away from your car
2: with that plane and not be cool.
0: It's yeah, it's 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 iconic. Yeah.
2: Did and you see any just, of the yeah. T V series Joe ever?
1: I, I wasn't alive. But no. But I've, I've seen some. Sub, subsequent <laughs> 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 subsequently.
2: Subsequently <laughs>
1: yeah, I've I've seen some, yeah. Yeah. I remember. I know Chris always loved it, didn't he? Chris, school, oh yeah, absolutely loved it. But he yeah. he he always got, went on about it, and said how brilliant it was, and I, I never quite. No, you know, I quite guess it's it.
2: for I, I, I guess for its time, maybe you know th- some of these things need to be updated, don't they? But yeah, so I think, it but very, it's as a
0: as a capturing of that moment in time when yeah. everything was cool and the world was mm. their oyster, wasn't it? And so they just enjoyed life, and I just think I enjoy that aspect of it that these are people who are just enjoying. Life and all that it throws at them. Yeah. When was it. when was it? Out? What sort of years
1: Sixties. 60s. 60s. Yeah. 60s,
2: sixties. So it went into the
0: early. Did it go up to the early seventies or just late?
2: I think 60s. it was just late sixties, really. Um, See, I, I was a
1: I, I dream of genie fan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just <laughs> like you just like Jr. Didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah, well, What's his name? Yeah. What's his name again? Um, that, <laughs> oh no. Larry Hagman. Larry Hagman. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Sean. yeah. He would have been. Yeah. No, I dream of genie. Yeah, that was. That's another. What about Bewitched? What about Bewitched? One side of the.
1: I was yeah. a dream dream
2: genie person yeah. yeah genie will be witched then Sharon
0: oh I watched them both genie probably because again so, I like Larry Heckman yeah, I, and the astronaut thing
2: yeah. Uh, yeah I didn't see terrific amounts of I, I mean, I I watched the one or two shows, yeah. but I that's never. A lie. Actually... you've got the box set. Yeah, I know. Gino. Don't tell anybody. But these <laughs>
0: things, I know, good old BBC Two when I was growing up, you could watch all these things. They were all on BBC Two or on. That's how I saw them. Yeah. Yeah, they've disappeared. The yeah, yeah, you just found these things, and that's I just right. I, I lament the loss of that sort of television when you can just turn on something and it's there. We've got like hundred channels now. Yes.
1: Like yes. And you scan through, through to find something yeah. that's vaguely. Not, yeah, good. and
0: if it's not reality shows about you know car boot sales or something, you think. Where's yeah. the good stuff? And yeah. th-
1: this is a bit pedantic, but what I hate doing is something good's on, and you watch it, and you think, right, I change a channel, and then it's the same thing starting on another channel because it's one hour. One previous. hour later, and I don't want to watch
2: it again. I want something new.
0: Yeah, do yeah. something, people. They do, they do
2: repeat some of the the channels repeat a lot of their programs, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're the endlessly, same endlessly. But, but, I mean, story when, tours
0: and whatever.
2: When yeah. I was growing up, you had the BBC One, BBC Two, ITV, and then... And they then, had such yeah.
0: a variety of programming they that really you got to did, see yeah. a bit of everything. Well, they yeah.
1: had to make sure everything that was going out was good. Yeah. Because yeah. that was all that was going out. And now they just put
0: anything... And they would get 20 million time. people watching potentially yeah. at a time. So now they're happy if they get sort of five or six million, aren't they? But yeah. maybe that's why they think, oh, we're only going to get a little bit of the share of the market, so we'll just put that out. Yeah, But that's we're not going to talk about tap now We're talking about pure glass And pure gold We're going to be going to our clue number four
1: Well, okay If you don't know by now Then I don't know actually Because this is This is good information that would Alright, I'm just going to say it (laughs) This screen legend Appeared uh, Despite having a, a career from decades previous This screen legend appeared on screen With her actress daughter in two movies first in
2: 1980 and then in 1998 cool me, governor um, <laughs> what you're thinking Sharon that's like nuts um, I've, I've now got, got
0: a- another idea
2: I'm going to go for. I'm going to go. Are we for going to go for Ge- the answers? Ge- well, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to go for the answers? Joe, are you happy? to say. You- I just want to hear you both get it wrong. Um, I think uh, I will. So no.
0: Should I go through my thought process? You, got, I've got a thought process. I was thinking who well, I'm going to say <coughs> who I considered an eliminator.
1: Well, How did could, you get? There? Just
2: was, was her husband? Was Tony Curtis.
1: No. The screen legend spoke about getting second billing to the husband. I don't care if he's made one picture and I've made a hundred. I will always take second billing to my husband.
0: So you've got someone else in mind. Because I first of all I considered Joanna Woodward a husband a wife. Yeah, Paul, to Paul Newman. Newman. Paul Newman. I didn't
2: mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Was, oh, from the I, I did because think. Because that, that was
0: a bit of a teasy teasy. And then the how the fact that an acting daughter and so I'm going towards Debbie Reynolds.
2: <sighs> you see, I wouldn't have said Debbie Reynolds. I would, because I was she's thinking... been
0: around since she was around in but was she around in the forties? But she did talk about Hollywood, and she was a good fan of old morning, Hollywood. Good, good, morning. Morning. Play play. good, good morning. morning.
2: Good morning. It's to great they to Good morning. Good morning. I was going to say you, for you, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh no, that's Janet the, that's Lee. Janet mm. Lee. Janet Lee. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm still going to pump for I think Debbie Reynolds.
2: I'm going to go Janet Lee. So I suppose I'm going to have to tell you the answer. They're both I? wrong. <laughs> It's Janet Lee. Yes, oh. <laughs> yes, it was. It was the daughter because I was thinking. Yeah, I thought. That. You, you know, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis yeah. Yes. And
0: I was thinking, of Scarlett Johansson. But didn't mm. Scarlett Johansson in the Hitchcock film? In the film Hitchcock. With Helen yeah. Mirren, she played Hopkins, yeah. Janet yeah. Lee, didn't she? That's in right. the film.
2: Film, yeah, that's, that's right. That's what it was. But when first of all with the husband, second billed husband, I really, really thought it was um, Joanna Woodward. Joanna Woodward, you know, because married to Paul Newman. Yeah. Because she always seemed so lovely and nice.
1: What were the two films that she appeared with her daughter in? Oh, hmm, that'd be good. first one was 1980, the second one was 1998. It's not
0: going to be Halloween, is
1: it? it? was The 1998 one was Halloween H20, 20 years later, so the seventh Halloween film. Seventh she, made years a, years she made an <laughs> appearance in there and she says, she, they're at a school and she says, oh, I just had to go and sort out some trouble in the shower. Ah,
0: nod, uh, nod. And nod if, you nod listen, if
1: you listen on the score, there's just a real gentle hint of the old psycho theme on the score. Mm. John Ottman, the composer, mm. threaded it there. Yeah, it's just beautiful. to give it that. Yeah, just the strings. So that was the second one. What was the first
2: one they worked together on? No, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't so, know. It's one of your favourite directors, Sean? Is it? Well, one 1980. 1980. Hang on, let's just think then.
0: Wasn't Trading No, not Trading Places. Um, one of my
2: favourite directors, eh? So, what could it possibly be? Janet Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. Nope, you've got me, Joe. The fog, John the Carpenter's. Fog. Oh, fog. You know, I was thinking, John Carpenter's. Yes, because yep. I was thinking You're she
0: right. was a scream queen, wasn't she, in her <laughs> 80s career? <laughs> Old um, Jamie Lee Jamie was the Cushy. screen, you know, she was <coughs> the original scream queen, wasn't she? So yeah. oh, I should have had my thinking head on Aunt Sally, not my. I, actually, I
2: didn't steal any cream cakes, Mr. Crobat sir.
1: <laughs> I, I actually watched the fog the day before yesterday. And, and, Did you? Oh well that's what I found my yeah. screen legend through working backwards oh, to working someone back to that there. Could have been. Yeah. That's good.
2: No, that's that was an that was excellent choice. Well done,
0: yeah, excellent Thank you, choice. Joe. Well done, for that quiz. You get me every time. Oh. He does, he froze purple. I mean he used to
2: get me all the time. <laughs> Trixie, yeah. That Christopher Lee one. I thought I'd nailed that. And then when he said about the, the very first one, I think it was. Rock album. Wasn't and they said, Yeah, metal rock album. And it was like, <laughs> What the? That was just like. Well, the thing with
1: Christopher Lee is he's done. Yeah, when he was that was he's the very first everything.
2: one. That was the very first first clue you did. And I always remember that. I thought, Yeah, I think that's Christopher Lee. Yeah, I've and got the, this nailed And no, then when he go, that just totally threw me <laughs> on the <laughs> <a under>. heavy <laughs> metal rock album. <laughs> it's like, Whoa. Well, or well
0: something. done. Thank you for that, Joe. Yeah, thank you for that coming back and joining yeah, yeah. us this week. It's been great fun. For adding, you know, your wonderful knowledge to our Bond special our special agent special Anyway, (laughs) but you have been listening to Sunshine Radio on the Isle of Wight at St Mary's Hospital you have been listening to the Don't Make That Music Too so we will say goodbye for now we'll see you next time we want you to get well soon listen to your doctors and yeah lie back and enjoy the show for the rest of the evening you can spare a couple of hours a week call the hospital when you get home and ask for Lorraine at the Friends of St Mary's it's fun it's friendly it can be frantic, so please do call
4: Lorraine or pop into the friend shop.